You are now tuning into Feeling the Vibes with your hosts, Queen Anne, So Blue, Miss Coco, Even Exchange, Tamika Elaine, Shay, and Lady V. Please sit back and get ready to feel the vibes. everyone and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Feeling the Vibes. I am your host Miss Coco and today we have a lot to unpack as Tamika Elaine would say but before we get into it I would like to ask my ladies how are you doing? We good. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know it gotta be a little bit more upbeat. Hey. <laughs> it's one of those Fridays. It's a spicy uh, Friday. Okay so today's episode we will be talking about domestic violence and just to kind of kick it off I want to include a little bit of statistics and facts about it, and it's derived from the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Domestic violence can include physical, emotional, psychological abuse, sexual abuse, and financial abuse. And one in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. On average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner. And this type of violence accounts for about 15% of all violent crime. Now, ladies, talk to me. Do any one of you know or have, you know, somebody confided in you about being a victim of domestic violence? Were you able to provide any type of support to them? Let me know. V, can you kick it off? Well, I really don't know anyone who has been through. I mean, I've heard of some people, you know, gossip goes on and people tell you certain things. But me personally, in my circle, I don't know anyone that has gone through uh, physical abuse or any type of situation like that. And honestly, I don't think I'm the right person to tell because if you're my friend and you're in my circle and I find out that you're being physically abused, it's going down. It's really going down. So I might not be the right person you confide in and tell that you're being abused because we, we, we strapping up and we going to, we going to see this person that's been abusing you. So yeah, I can't even speak on it. I I don't really know anyone. So I'm going to have to pass the torch to someone else. Well, um, Lady V, I'm going to have to disagree with you. You are that person to tell when, um, when shit is going down. But yeah, as far as knowing someone, I've known quite a few people, in fact, not friends, but family wise. Um, I had an aunt that was murdered um, because of domestic violence. Actually, she was my grandmother's oldest child. I never met her. I remember always seeing this picture in my house growing up and I she's pretty. I'm like, who is this person? My grandma's like, that's your that's your aunt. And I'm like, what do you mean that's my aunt? Not not putting together what actually happened, but no one ever, she didn't discuss or go into any details as far as what happened. Just so happened. My uncle had told us what actually happened to her. Yeah. She was in an abusive relationship and she kind of split up and she was dating this guy. And it was kind of like, if I can't have you, nobody can. Mm. Um, He actually killed her in front of her kids. Wow. Wow. He shot in her face and she died. She was young. Um, So that's how 
I, I know about that. Also, my grandmother experienced um, domestic violence. I didn't know. I found out my mom did when I was like in a teenager, but I don't know the details of her and my dad's relationship when I was young because they weren't together for so long, but she experienced it. I even experienced some myself when I was my teenage years, but I knew because of the background, family history, I was like, nah, this, this is not about the Mm-hmm. you know, continue on. So mm-hmm. some people cycle. live with cycles of abuse yeah. within their family. Yeah. And I, I guess it's something that is passed on until someone decides that, okay, you know, it's going to stop with me. Right. Break that cycle. Yeah. If you don't break the cycle, then it keeps going. Because mm-hmm. if you're in an abusive relationship and you have kids that are involved, especially you have young men, this is what they see. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. But then when they become adults, they think, okay, well, this is normal. Mm-hmm. I, I see my dad do X, Y, and Z. Right. So I guess this is what I'm supposed to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's something else. I'm, I, I'll probably say I'm with Lady V. If you tell me, yeah, I'll, I'll ride and die with you. Yeah. Let, let's go get them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh my God. It, domestic violence is real. And I, I don't think no one is exempt. If you haven't experienced it, God bless you. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. those who have experienced it and have gone through it, it's something that leaves a mark and it turns you and, it, and you have to f- try to find a way to get through it in life. So, yeah. Wow. I that's that's so heavy. Uh, I have to say that I am thankful that I've never experienced anything like that. And I can't think of any friends or family members that I know of that has experienced anything like that. It's I don't know. It's even so it's even. I've never experienced anything like that. And it's like almost difficult for me to talk about, like just thinking about what other people go through and situations that they find themselves in that they feel like they can't get out of. And it's like this crippling fear and it's just, it's, it's heavy. I'll just leave it at that. Well, when I was a teenager as well, I was, I also experienced it, but it wasn't for a long period. Like I think he tried twice. And then once, you know, my mother got involved and you know, it, it, it was ceased and that was the end of it. It's not a great feeling. It's humiliating. It's the worst thing. You're like, what did you do to deserve this? And you question yourself, like, how did you get here? You know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I completely understand it. And I just, like I said, I don't wish it on anyone because it's not something that people like to talk about. Like okay. you said, you know, people don't talk about it. And I know earlier, Ms. Coco, you had asked, what is the cause of these things? Why women probably would stay in this type of relationship? Most of the time, I think it's fear. I don't know if it or not, but it's fear mm-hmm. and not knowing that you have someone that can possibly um, help you. So, you know, it's all about the bond you have with your family and your parents that can basically help you to um, get out of those situations. Mm-hmm. You know, and empowerment, you know, how do right. how does one, you know, support or empower somebody to leave, you know, a situation that is so unhealthy, toxic and abusive for somebody? Can you share, you know, a little bit of that from your own perspective or personal feelings? Man, I feel like it's like any other relationship, mm-hmm. you know, when it you you're not going to get out of it or leave until you've gotten to that point where you've had enough. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no. It, 
no matter what anyone say, no one can't tell you anything. There's not a time limit on it. There's not an expiration date. You, you as a person has to tell yourself, I'm done with this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it could it could go two ways. You can get fed up and decide to fight back, or you can Just stay in it. Right. You can stay in it and oh my God, at one point pray that you don't go six feet under because of it. You know, no one, they nothing no one can say or do that can get you out of that type of situation. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta be actually ready to be like, I wanna get out of this. Yeah. You understand? So you know. This takes me back to when I was a kid in the islands because I'm an island girl from Barbados. And I remember, I always tell Lady V this, I remember there was this lady across the street from my grandmother's house. And every Friday, her her baby's father, I, I don't know if they were married, he would come every Friday and he would come into the house because they were no longer together in the house. He owned, she lived in the house. He moved out every Friday night. He would come and he would beat her in the veranda of the house. And it was the highlight of our lives. I mean, where people from all over the blocks would come just to see him beat her up. And we, I thought it was so exciting. I could not wait for Friday. I was a kid and Mm -hmm. I could not wait for Friday to see this, to see this man beating this woman because I thought it was fun. And he would beat her so badly, like bring her into the veranda because it's the veranda is like the port. And he would bring her into the port and he would just punnel her, you know, like and 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 like I said, everybody was excited and it was all and I thought it was normal. I was excited to see it. I couldn't like I said, I couldn't wait to see it. And I'm and you know, you look back now and you realize as a West Indian. Most of the times we think it's okay, you know, to see somebody, you know, we don't take abuse as serious as we should because we think it's normal and we don't talk about it because we say, oh, it's just a man. A man will be a man. That's the thing. You know, that's what we usually say. Oh, a man will just be a man. You know, maybe he has a reason to beat on her. There's always a reason. We always have to find a reason why he beat on her. The reason was her hands were, they they, they called it dirty hands. What we you guys call, you know, what they call voodoo. I thought that was a myth, but people say, oh, her hands are dirty. She was putting pig blood into his clothes. So that's what's sending him upset. He's all upset. No, it mm-hmm. wasn't. He was just an abusive man. Mm-hmm. And I realized as I got older, he was an abusive man and it wasn't okay. And, you know, I had a friend and I remember, you know, she would call and I remember leaving work. You know, she called and she's like, I'm leaving him. I'm leaving him. And I remember leaving my job. I I was working in Long Island at the time. And I remember leaving my job. Go get her. And when I go to get her, I remember, you know, I, I go and I'm. she said, I'm leaving him this time. I'm really in. I'm done. I'm leaving him. Come get me. I just remember leaving my damn job to go get her. When I got there, she says, it's okay. She says, it's all right. I'm going to stay. And I was thinking, what? You're going to stay? And it dawned on me that. It was, you know, she thought it was okay. And she wasn't I had no ready. choice. She wasn't and ready. She, she was, not, and I had no choice. I had to go thinking, but you made me come from my, why did you call me? She wasn't ready. And I looked at her like, you know, like, uh, you know, I, it was like a feeling like, but you called me, you made me leave my job. I didn't even tell anybody I was leaving. I just mm-hmm. got up out of my job and left. Mm-hmm. And you, you made me come, you put me in this stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I got upset, she was like, well, you know, and she made me feel like it was my fault for coming to get her. And I remember him in the background laughing. Wow. 
mm. laughing at the fact that I'm there and she decides to stay. Wow. And that hurt the hell out of me because I'm like, but you called me. I didn't want to be in this. You put me in this. Right. And but but every time she called, I jumped. Mm-hmm. I still had to be there. Like if some because in the back of my head was like, will I get that call? Because that was mm-hmm. always I always thought about the call, you know, like. I'm going to get mm-hmm. that call. One day I'm going to get that call. And if I turn my back and it happened, how will I live with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By that time you're invested. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't yeah. put me in this. And then I had enough. I want to go now because I, you know, when I go on my rant, I had another <laughs> friend and I remember she was dating this guy, you know, he played music, whatever. I loved him. Nice guy. He used to beat the hell out of her. But one day I got to her house and she had braids in her hair and he pulled the braids out of her, out of this, her scalp and all her scalp was bleeding. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you get to this point? How do you stay? But she, they always stay. Mm-hmm. They always stay. And you always feel guilty. Like, what can I do? But you can't talk people out of mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. But you always worry about them. And that's the, yeah. and the, I think most of the time, sometimes the abuse, the abuse, you know, the people that are being abused are selfish as well because they put you in situations and, you know, but they end up staying and you are left holding the bag. Like, but, you know, worrying about them. I mean, they I don't feel like everybody. Game. Yeah. But I feel like everybody needs somebody. Right. Yeah. You know, even if I'm going to make the wrong decision or the wrong choices to have to know that I have someone there that I can actually call. That's going to either talk me out of these wrong decisions or just be there to listen. Yeah. I feel like every everybody needs that. So it's as messed up as it is that, you know, they involve you in situations mm-hmm. like that. It's almost also great that they have someone that they can actually call. And when it's really time when they actually want to leave, you know, you'll be there. Because you also have to, right. And to your point, you also have to realize that these people are all, you know, those who are being victimized, they're also going through a high rate of depression mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they're ha- having, you know, suicidal behavior uh, yeah, but- as a result of it. And so mentally, they're not there. You yeah, know? but Miss Coco, I find sometimes they too are abusive to their friends because patterns. You know, yeah. yeah, patterns. I mean, it's yes. patterns, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's where they have their power. They don't right. have their power in their situation. So How they feel powerful is like they get it out. Just think about it. It's the pattern of the abused becoming an abuser. abuser. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, where do you have your power? It's unfortunate. But you also have to look at it, too. Is, is this a way for them to push somebody away out of their space? Because they're trying to hold in the secret, you know? Yeah. Domestic violence becomes this 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 topic that's not discussed. It becomes taboo. so taboo. Right. Yeah. So taboo. So by them reacting a certain way, it's to kind of prevent you from finding out of what they're really going through. And and plus, they're trying to protect their abuser at the yeah. same time because they don't want other people to know. Right. Sometimes they put you in that stuff, though. That's the hard part is when they right. put you in it and then they're not doing anything. You are also the victim because here you are doing everything you can for your friend. But they're staying and, you know, it weighs on your, it weighs on you. It took me a long time, you know, a long time to divorce myself from the situation because I never wanted that call. You know, you hear the call Mm -hmm. and every time I would think, you know, when it happened, 
my heart. And I remember reaching out to a friend of a friend and I'm like, you got to help me because I feel one day this person will kill my friend. And, you know, it's like almost like you're begging somebody to help you because, and but, the, you know, I feel some, you know. So, and so you have brought up something, you know, I just want to kind of jump in and say, you know, I wanted to know, do, do you feel that society tends to normalize this yeah. type of behavior and oh, then yeah. get into a habit of a pattern of blaming the victim? Yeah. And it keeps them, you know, kind of also embedded in the situation that they're in definitely especially if you have money um if you're famous and you get involved in domestic violence issues of course the person who is committing the actual act is going to feel threatened because oh this person is trying to damage my brand because they're trying to protect their image all the while they're doing this dirt so they want to paint the the bad picture of the other person to make them seem like they they're x y and z yeah we talk about you major hype but um yeah (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about it don't jump the gun yet hold on talk about it we're we're getting there let's set the stage (laughs) i just think that it's hard for women whoever to come forward because of the fear that people won't believe them that too you know? and yeah. then they have they they not only have to have the courage to come and speak out then they have to defend themselves mm-hmm. against the truth that they know so i mean that's hard too and that deters a lot of people from speaking speaking their truth but let me just say this clearly I am disgusted by any person, I don't care who you are, that uses your power, strength, whatever it is, to beat on someone that is weaker than you. It's just like despicable to me. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Right. We, Done. You know, recently there have been allegations and, you know, um, so Blue touched upon it where you have an individual, the abuser, who is affluent, famous, wealthy, powerful, in in which they tend to retaliate um, against the victim who's coming out, speaking out about the abuse. You know, most recently, there has been allegations of domestic violence that has rocked the Caribbean community. It involved Major Hype, who is a comedian and DJ. His ex-fiance alleges that he had she has been a victim of domestic violence for years at his hand. And I wanted to kind of get, you know, your lady's um, opinion on what has transpired over the last three, you know, three or four days that, you know, has come out in regarding this, these allegations between the, the Instagram posts of what her version is and what his versions are, you know, is the, the images, the pictures. And I just wanted to kind of talk on it. It's just to me crazy for someone to go on social media and lie about being abused. You know what I mean? It's just hard for me to believe that someone would do that. Mm -hmm. I'll pass the mic. No, and not, and to piggyback off that and say, for instance, in his case, if you're being accused of it, and if you say that you didn't do it, then come out and say that you didn't do it. To come out with this rehearse skit or all these different characters I mean, well let's 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 backtrack let's backtrack let's backtrack to how this all even came out because you know uh, the, this girl name is kirby i've been following it for 
from when it all started, to be honestly. I, you know, just to give the backstory, I remember I used to be a real fan of Major Hype. He started in Brooklyn, Flatbush, Brooklyn, you know, making a name for himself. And then he was starting to come up and he moved to Atlanta and, you know, started, you know, becoming a celebrity status. And immediately... This girl, Kirby, stepped in the scene and you didn't hear anything about him dating her or anything like that. You know, you just saw her once and then the next thing you know, he was engaged to her. And again, while he was with her, you know, you'll see like one or two pictures, but she was kind of like in the background scene. And I used to look at her and I used to be like, wow, she's like one of the most basic looking chicks I've ever seen a so-called quote unquote celebrity be with. Uh, to move things forward, there were times where it seemed like they had broken up or they were having issues in their relationship because, you know, he would delete all pictures of her and stuff. And again, it's almost like she disappeared. And then like a couple of months later, she appeared again. And something was just so strange about the situation. But moving forward, recently, you know, this girl page used to be private. You couldn't only get on this page unless you request her. Recently, I noticed her page was like open. And I was just like, wow, her page is open? That's kind of weird. And she started doing these makeup videos and stuff. And I was just like, wow, this is this is definitely something new. And then like this week, she came out and did a live talking about, you know, how she apologized to her son and her mother, her family, that she was, you know, she alienated them. And for years, she was being abused by the persons that she was involved with. Now, this this girl, she didn't mention Major Hype's name. She didn't say who. She just said that she was going through domestic violence. She didn't show no pictures, nothing. Major Hype I don't know. He must have went on a live with this artist and discussing, must have said something bad about her. And that kind of started off the whole situation. You know, she did her live and the next day, some nude video came out on her. And then this whole thing just exploded. (laughs) As we all know, we've been sitting here like watching it unfold for the last three days. Today is Friday. And today alone, Major Hype responded. This Bayesian girl who's very popular in the in the Soka Caribbean community came out and just completely came with receipts. It's, it's just been so ugly today. It's been entertaining, but yet ugly. She has pictures of Major Hype beating up the girl. And it, it's just it's so much. Major Hype uh, kind of, sh- listen, allegedly shamed her by putting up you know pictures of her sex tape and other men penises it's just been an ugly situation it's been watching a bad situation go from bad to worse and it's just unfortunate that it's playing out on social media the way it has been Mm-hmm. Right. It's very, it's very sad to be honest. You know, back in the day, you would just, it'll be just hearsay. Probably stuff like this would be swept underneath the rug. You probably won't even hear about stuff like this. And now that we have such a platform like social media, it it just gives the outlet for people to just become so reckless. Okay, and it's like Queen Anne always say, when you take a, you got to be careful when you're at the edge because when you take that leap 
over the edge, sometimes there's no coming back from it. The two of them, I don't I don't even see how they could come back come back from after this. She I don't think they will. Right. She I mean, she doesn't really have no career, at least I don't know. She doesn't really have like a popular career. But I mean, as far as major hype go, I really don't see how he could come back from this. You know, and that kind of leads me to you know, to another question that I, you know, was thinking about. Do you think the Caribbean community will continue to support him as a result of these allegations? I mean, you see a lot of, you know, people have been unfollowing him. There have been, you know, statements made about, you know, um, stopping. We shouldn't continue to support him as a result of these these allegations that have been levied against him. You know, what are your thoughts? Um, I would say, yeah. At the moment, I think everybody's just pissed because he hasn't man up and just apologized. Whether you did it or not, it's just the way he's going about doing it. He's not handle, handling the situation correctly. Right. I think if he would just man up, either admit it or say, I didn't do it and just been the end of it and just let people decide what they want to do. But by him going on his rant, I think for the moment, it's just pretty much, it it seems as if he's putting a nail in his coffin. Will he have some followers? I'm quite sure. Yeah. Because you know how people are. Oh, she's with them for the money and all this other Mm -hmm. stuff. Rah, rah, rah. So um, it's just going to take him a while to recover. Mm -hmm. It's just going to take him a while to recover. But um, it's something else that needs to be said, too. So regardless if you have money or if you're a regular person, I don't care if you're male or male or female. No one should be putting their hands on no one. No. So Mm -hmm. because there are men that get abused, too. So if you're a parent, you have to teach your kids to keep their hands to themselves. Mm -hmm. I said, because, you know. Mothers, they tell their son, you know, don't touch a woman. Don't ever put a hand on a woman. If she ever tried to hit you, just walk away. But then at the same time, ladies, if you have daughters, you need to start telling them, do not get up in these men's face. Yeah. Because you, I, may, cause, yeah, cause you may butt up on a guy. Yep. You get up in his That's, face. Guess yes. what? You're on the floor. Yes. I, I, I even know. told my daughter, I said, don't even play fight. Yep. Don't act exactly. like you play fighting. Exactly. Play fighting stuff. Nah. Exactly. Don't even go there. And so. I know, a, and I know a man who got abused by a woman, and it yes. was a shocking. And I saw him crying. Yeah, so and I don't I want felt, men to think that we yeah. up here bashing them. No, men men get abused too. So yeah. like both sides need to be held accountable for their yeah. actions. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember yesterday I had a conversation with my nephew, and I'm like, you know, I sat him that he we were talking. I'm like, you know, if you think that you know, yeah, you know, she's gonna come in your face and whatever, don't try not to hit her. Don't hit her don't scream at her call the cops first thing you do is call the cops that's the conversation i'm having with him you know i said you know you're going to feel like you're being under attack but try to restrain yourself call the cops for her don't go at her don't you know you know because we are you know we as women too we can get go in your face and we're screaming and we're yelling Mm -hmm. and we you know and and we hit sometimes we hit we hit first too. Let's call a spade a spade. Sometimes oh, yeah. you go in at first. You know, maybe we're angry. We are, you know. Yeah, we're angry. And like I said, I know a man who got beat up by a woman. And I remember him mm-hmm. crying. So it goes both ways. We can't control. Sometimes we're so angry with them. We can't control ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when he hit us back, then we get, you know, we, you know, we, of course we get holier than thou. Oh my God, look what you did. But you got to remember you hit him first. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you understand. So, 
And the, the thing about my name, you know, men, you know, you tell a man, okay, walk away. But a man has a lot of pride too. And when a woman is beating on you, like the guy is saying, this major hype guy, I follow him because Lady V and them, but I never really followed him like that. But I heard about it from Lady V and he's saying that she was abusive. To be honest, I think he was just, I think he should have just sit this one out, but hey, yeah. he felt he needed to talk about this. But then he goes, oh, she was abusive and she abused me and she did. Maybe she did. I don't know. I can't say she didn't. I can't say she did. But with him, I find that Everything that she said he did, he actually owned up to it. He said he saw the the, the the voodoo man. We call it touch. He said he saw the voodoo man. He said he showed the he started showing these pictures of other men's private parts. And I'm thinking to myself, she said you leaked the tape. Why would you show pictures of, you know, the other men? You know, I feel like he was just trying to embarrass her because he felt he made her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of these men made, especially if they have the money and you don't. Mm-hmm. They always feel like I made you, so you have to. You, you, and it, but it doesn't work that way. Listen, my thing most of the time, I think a movie called um, there was this lady, and it was a true story, and it's called The Burning Bed. And I remember he was abusive to her, and blah blah blah. I've heard of and that the last, movie. yeah, and the last time he beat her up, he he beat her so badly. You end up having sex with her because most of the time that's what they do. You know, they beat you up. They have, you know, they want to have relationships with you and whatever. And they go to sleep like nothing is wrong. Man. What she did after he Check did that. She sure did. She got up the gasoline. Oh, shit. The bed, <laughs> and she lit him up. Let me tell you something. Wow. I, I, you know, and Queen Anne, you know, I always tell you this, you know. I, you know, I always set the presence when I'm dealing with a man. I, you know, I always let them know up front, like, listen, don't you ever put your hands on me because let me explain something to you. Okay. The moment you put your hands on me, I'm going to, I'm going to warn you, you're going to need to run. Don't think that you're going to come lay down on the bed next to me and snore (laughs) and sleep and have wonderful dreams. And I not do nothing next to you when I'm laying down. Because you see, men have this tendency that when they when they raise their hand to a woman, most times they have them in such fear. Right. They have them in such fear that they can lay down. And it puzzles me Mm -hmm. how you can finish beat a woman and lay down and snore. Control in la la heaven and not have the the inkling of thought that maybe this girl might fucking kill you while you're snoring. Well, trust and believe. I am that woman. The minute you go to sleep, it's on. So I know, I, I, you know, I warn every person that I've dealt with, don't ever attempt to hit me. Because when you sleep, please, please know that you're not going to sleep well. All right. You better sleep with one eye open because I will try to kill you. Like, I I, I don't, it, it, it just, I, I guess it's the pride thing. You know, I guess the pride, the fear, you put so much fear in a person that, you know that you can soundly go to sleep and know that they're not going to do nothing to you while you're sleeping. But that's the thing. Yeah. When you mess with someone's psyche. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. You have control. a point where you can control them. Yeah. And some people can't recover from that. Right. Yeah, it's can. so funny because I always, I'm always on here preaching about being strong women, being individuals that take care of themselves and don't need anyone else to, you know, handle, take care of you. And it's so unfortunate that you can raise a strong woman. 
you can be a strong woman and still succumb and find yourself in a situation where you are the victim of Mm -hmm. domestic violence. So it's, it's, yeah. You know what? Again, and I say, I always say I have a friend. I don't know. I must be knowing so many people that's abused because that's all I keep saying. But I do know someone really for real. They put her out in a shelter. The guy was beating her up. They put her in a shelter and she called the, the guy, you know, they get, they got in an apartment and whatever. And she called the guy and told him where she lived. And he moved in with her. And when he moved in, the, the abuse started again. And the, then she ended up in the hospital, but she couldn't tell the hot, she couldn't tell them that. He beat her up because he wasn't supposed to be there. So she said she fell down the stairs. But he, you know, so she ended up calling him, knowing that he wasn't supposed to be with her. They gave her a shelter. They gave her, they took care of her. They did everything they were supposed to do. And sometimes you find that, like, you know, the woman, you know, they. So so here's the thing, you know, sometimes women, you know, the the person being abused do make bad choices. And in hindsight, you know, they would have, you know, looking back on it, they wish they would have made different, you know, different decisions about what is going on. As a lady V has said earlier on, you know, somebody has to be really ready and Mm -hmm. only them, only then can they leave the toxic, you know, abusive relationship um, that they're in. And on that note, I would like to, you know, say if you are a victim of domestic violence, please know that you're not alone. There are local and national resources to assist you. And one resource is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. And that number is 1-800-799-SAFE. Or you can access the website, thehotline.org. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, this has been yet another great conversation. We would like to thank everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. But before we go, please do not forget to enter the Feeling the Vibes cash giveaway on Instagram. We would love to hear your thoughts and feelings on this topic. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Feeling the Vibes Podcast. Make sure you stop by and check out our weekly questions and polls. Until the next time, continue Feeling the Vibes. Bye. 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 Yeah, see yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> <laughs>